Now can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I had I had to. I've I've never used I've never used this phone for Skype, so. Oh. Well, hello, Mark. Hello. How are you? It's been a long. It made me realize how long it's been. My uh my other set of headphones that I tried to plug into the phone jack that doesn't exist on the iPhone 7 Plus were sitting beside my bed since the last time I was laying in bed doing this last time, and it was. I bet you it was in March or something like that. You probably know the exact date. You probably have it in front of you, right? No, I don't know either. <laughs> uh, but you you have access to it. It would be on our, on the site or something like that. Anyway, yeah. be that as it may, it's been too long. <laughs> how, how have you been? What have you been up to? Um, you were telling me about some recent news, but before we get there, maybe just tell me a little bit what you've been up to since March. <laughs> Since March, we since mm-hmm. we think March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, I, I feel like um, I guess the one thing that's art related is I finished. Um, we finished finally this renovation that I've been talking about probably for the last as long as we've been doing this. If you remember, I was of course you remember because it's probably I talk about it every single time. But anyway, it is actually finished. It is painted. The trim is up. The trim is painted. The nail holes are filled. The some furniture is in place. There's some new furniture that's been picked up. But the one thing that was really really interesting was I've had all of my artwork um, packaged away and wrapped up in wrapped in plastic like Twin Peaks. <laughs> Same plastic as Laura Palmer was wrapped in. <laughs> Yeah, all all wrapped in plastic and tucked away in the in the furnace room downstairs that was kind of not done as part of the renovation. And I, I you forget what you have, you know. You, I've got a lot of a number of pieces, and you remember them. Like it's not like wow, I totally forgot about that. But you kind of forget about it, and then it's like yeah, that was in my house or wherever for a long time. So anyway, I went through the process of um, hanging rehanging art in this room that I'm in now because we rearranged the upstairs, got rid of a couch, made it a little bit of a bigger room where I'm sitting now, and pulled up a couple. Uh, uh, I guess three paintings I'm looking here for actually paintings that were not five <laughs> that were not here before. And they're all fairly largish paintings too. So that's really nice to, to see them again. Although they're all paintings that I did, which is kind of annoying, but whatever, I can't afford real art. Well, you make beautiful art so that I bet it looks great to, on those um, teal kind of like. The downstairs things. looks sharp. Yeah. And there's yeah. a couple, like one, there's one piece that I really, it's a real kind of one off piece that I did. That's kind of almost a, like a, drip painting like a jackson pollocky sort of thing i i i was i remember i i um I, it's got fabric in it that i glued to it and then i was pouring paint like mixing it fairly thin and pouring it in this kind of like loopy sort of thing and i had this background that looks almost like sort of like a vertical landscape and then this it, it's it, i'll maybe i'll take a picture of insanity i, I really i don't i really forgot about that one and it looks really good against the teal walls oh well that's awesome i saw pictures so I thought they finally finished, and finally, my, my yes. goodness, I now I understand why you went all well, out. Jeez. I met I met a guy a couple weekends ago who um, I, I was in his house. I had never met him before, and he was a friend of another friend. And we we were just out driving around, and he's pulled into this guy's place, and we went in and said hi to him. And and I I commented, I thought their house was quite nice, relatively new and they kind of laughed and said oh it's like 30 years old and I was like well it looks, looks pretty good still it looks pretty new and they said yeah well they had a house there they tore it down and then they built this house and so I'm you know having just recently done renovations myself I'm asking oh yeah. that was a lot of headaches and work the guy told me he did it while working a full time job as a painting contractor in three months oh. I'm like what 
What? <laughs> Took me two two years to do a basement. But anyway, whatever. I wasn't in a rush. I wasn't in a rush, I guess. Well, but it's done. It's the most important thing is that it's done now, and it's really, it's really nice to uh, to be able to to pull artwork out that you've kind of forgotten about. And I know the thing that really actually excites me a lot is I've got so much work on paper, and I, I totally forget about that. And I, I'm thinking we'll go through that maybe one of these, one of these maybe in the fall or something like that, and maybe pick a few out to get them framed. Because it, it, with paperwork, right? It's you know it's a couple hundred bucks to get one framed, so. You don't you, you, can't, you don't just do everything that you do. I've got lots and lots of it in these big cardboard folders that I built in 1997. Aw, that's awesome. Pretty, that's so cool. Yeah, it's exciting. It really is. Because um, you 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 know you, you you know you you know it's the same thing, right? You you go through this mental process making art, right? And you, and when you see art that you made, it really can bring you back in a way. Yeah. You know. It's, to the time that you were, when you were making it and thinking about it and maybe what was going through your head at the time. Not exactly, but it's, you, you, do you know what I mean? Uh, yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, like you, if you pull something out of your, like if you didn't get rid of it, I mean, uh, probably some of it I should have gotten rid of, of course, but but I was always pretty, pretty. Uh, I don't know what the word is, anal retentive maybe, <laughs> about mm-hmm. about retaining, about just keeping it as, as a record. And, and uh, I don't know, I find it interesting. Like, some of it's god-awful. Like, some of the figurative stuff I did is just, like, I was not meant to be a figurative painter. I, oh. I could do pretty good – I could do good, pretty good fast gestural stuff. Like, I like the way that those come out, like ones where you're doing a figure and you've only got, like, two minutes or five minutes or whatever to uh, to try to get something on paper. And so you're really just trying to get the gestures. It's more more than the detail. I'm not a detail-oriented person, in case you didn't know that. Well, uh, yeah, I'm. I can understand everything you're saying. That's where I'm at too, for, as far as figurative painting. And you got to keep doing it because it's the best um, exercise, I believe, in terms of of becoming a better artist. I think even no matter what kind of art you do, you're wise to continue to do that. Yes, totally. It's like a prescription. You need to do. Your yeah. Prescription. Yeah. And even if you even if you really don't like them and you just you almost want to like just like use them to start a fire or whatever, it's still the process is still important. And I think it informs your other art that maybe you're happier with that you make. Maybe. I, I'm not quite sure about that. I haven't <laughs> seen I mean I'm trying to do uh some uh self portraits and oh my god, it's uh it's I I envy people who can do uh, figures, I really do. Yeah, Jeff is really good at it, Jeff Wilmore. I, yes. I um, the only the only self portrait I ever did that I liked, and I don't know that I did very many, maybe two, maybe three, but one that I remember that I liked, and I, I, it just kind of ended up getting going by the wayside. But I had a piece of um, mirror that came out of an overhead projector, oh. and I and I held it up in front of myself with a like a uh, a grease um, based pastel, and I drew myself in from the mirror of reflection and i really like the way that looked i should have kept it i don't know what happened to it that's cool um yeah I so like what that. else what else has been going on what else has been going on well i as as you were alluding to earlier uh, uh i think the ontario and, and certainly london and toronto art art community has suffered a great loss in the last uh last less than a week with ben portis being sort of kind of violently killed in a in a tragic car accident on the highway 400 on thursday evening and uh, i know I, I i think i know anyway that we've chatted about him before i believe i must have i always say the same things right so 
there's no doubt that we've I've mentioned him because he worked at for the Art Gallery of Ontario as a he was an assistant curator of contemporary art there, and then he worked at the McLaren Gallery for a while in in Barrie. And actually, I think that's where he was coming back from when he got in his accident. And so yeah, I had a one of the worst phone calls of my life, probably. Um, I would think, like you know, because I had a message from his mom, and I could tell, okay, there's no reason that Ben's mom should be calling me. This is not good news, and and I could just tell from her voice. And I called her back, and it was just like. Wow. I mean, you can't even, I mean, I guess you're a mom, you can imagine, but it's just like, it's just so over the top to think of having to deal with something like that. And then, you know, he's got a big collection of art and records and his stuff's really not very well organized at present. And his mom was there on the weekend, apparently, and organizing it. And, uh, and it's just, there's going to be a a memorial service here in London. And I think one in Toronto as well, it sounds like. And, and he was very influential to me, I guess, not to just go on and on about about the details of his recent times. But, uh, you know, going back, he, he's somebody who introduced me to a great uh, a great many different uh, interesting artists that I I mean, you know, you never know. You probably would have eventually found them on your own. But but you got somebody who's influential and they really kind of get you kind of kickstart you into becoming interested in, in following things that you may have not been interested in without having somebody who you already sort of respected um, talking about it. Like, just think of your own history of, I mean, my own history. I'm thinking of leaving out, how do we, we've talked about this before too, but moving into how do you like art? Like you start off liking like Salvador Dali, right? And I mean, nothing against Salvador Dali, but that's really what but gets a lot of people interested in it. And then you move on and on and on. And eventually maybe you like, you know, Mark Rothko or, or you know, something that's a little bit more difficult to take in. And, and Ben certainly challenged me over the years with the various different things that, uh, that he introduced me to, like um, the cremaster cycle was something he introduced me to. Remember, we we talked about that. That's a pretty <laughs> weird thing. Uh, anyway, so so it's it's uh, it's been kind of a weird few days for me because you know he's somebody who, um, like I say, was very influential and somebody who um, I, he didn't really have. He knew a lot of people. Like, there's going to be so many people that are coming out for these two, two memorials. He's going to have hundreds and hundreds of people coming out, more than I would. I would have like ten people coming out. But, uh, you know, he but he didn't really have a lot of close friends. And if I feel odd because I feel like honestly, I'm one, probably one of his closest friends. And and I don't really like. I only would see him once or twice a year. And actually, for uh, that's been a recent thing because there was probably a period for about five years where I probably didn't see him even once. And I didn't talk to him that often, but. You know, some people you're just close to them even without, even with that distance, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think it's largely like he, he was a, an odd personality. And I think I, I was probably one of the few people that kind of got him more so than, than most people would. A lot of people, I think, just like he had a, kind of this speech pattern of taking these super long pauses. And you, I think it made people nervous. But, you know, yeah. I think he might. Well, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he was somewhere on the autism spectrum. I'm not sure where that would fit okay. in. Okay. But he, you know, he was definitely like a, a a guy who had a memory like almost nobody that I. He remembered absolutely everything. You know, he was super, super smart, and he was kind of socially awkward. I don't know if maybe that's just a stereotype, but mm. but that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, you'd know though. I think. I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like there's a few people in my life that are like that. That <laughs> that I, I wonder whether they You're are. You're an or engineer, not, but, right? Yeah. Then I think that's that's it that's like the remembering tons of things being fascinated by how things work uh the scientific mind 
it's uh it's like emotions are are difficult to to deal with and yeah um, i'm probably all, a pretty there's already all this sensory overload with autism so yeah and I, i'm probably a pretty atypical engineer i i think more uh, i i would be not not I mean, for me, I'm more on the ADHD spectrum than the autism <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> and, perhaps, and perhaps they're related. Oh, well, I just want to say that I'm really, really sad for you. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. It's always terrible to lose a, a young friend. And I don't think. I can't, I'm trying to remember over the last few days, and I, I don't think I've had a, a friend of mine that's had something like that happen. I, I know I had a sister-in-law who who took her own life, and that was really tragic, and she was young, and that was terrible. And that, other than that, this is like really, I guess as you get older, you start to see this happen more and more, and car accidents are just such awful things that you just never know, right? It's the most dangerous thing we do, and yet we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the last time you saw him or talked to him? You know what? That's a good thing to say because um, I fortunately went in April and stayed with him. Oh. Yeah. So that worked out. I'm so glad that I did that. Like he had sent me a message in, earlier in the year in the very early parts of 2017. And he gave me a couple of uh, music events that were going on in Toronto and and at wondering if I was interested in either of them. And one of them was Wayne Shorter, who's a jazz saxophone player who played in, with Miles Davis. He's, he's, you know, he's quite a big name and he's uh, 80 now. So, you know, he's getting up there and, and he had these seats at the, at Kroner Hall, I think it's called. It's the, um, connected to the Royal Conservatory of Music in Toronto. And he got these relatively cheap tickets. Ben was always good at getting deals on things. <laughs> but he got these relative, these pretty cheap tickets because they're actually you're actually behind the band. Oh! And it was the most interesting perspective I've ever seen for something like that because you're like sitting, you're hovering like above the drum set and above all this. And and you know we walked out of that and it was just like wow, that was just something else. Like these guys have been playing together for like since like 2000 or something, so they've got lots of uh, and they bring out all these like stands with music on them and then they proceed to not look at them. They just play whatever they want, and uh, it's funny. I remember Ben saying that he saw this—he uh, saw them perform a couple of years earlier, and he said, "You know, it's like one of these things where you figure this is a bucket list thing, and you, yeah, you know, you've got that, and you can take it off." But he said, even after seeing them a second time, it's like I would go see this again. This is just like a great thing to see. So I, so that worked out really well, and we had some, uh, some. So we went out for for dinner to an Ethiopian restaurant, which is not something that I'm that wild about, but. It was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to, what else did we do? We went to, well, anyway, we did a bunch of things. Watched the basketball, all the things that we do. So so it was it was actually a good, uh, I'm glad that it didn't elapse, you know, that two or three years lapsed in between the last time that I saw him. It was relatively recent. So And then actually, an interesting wait, too, the next day. Did he have a day, family? Well, no, he was, he was an interesting guy. Like he, he's, um, you know, he he was a bachelor. He was a he hasn't always been like he's he's had relationships and you know um, and he's got a mom. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like a half wits. Isn't that you got a family? I go to mom. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, anyway, and 
and uh, but yeah, at the point at this point, he was. I, I think relationships are hard with were hard with him because he was. I think he was just a very like engaging and challenging person to like spend that kind of intense time with. I think was the issue. Like I know um, another fairly close friend of mine who really I I have not seen much um, and forever, and she and she actually was in a very close relationship with him, and actually he went to uh, Bard College in. In uh, it's like near it's like Red Hook, New York, kind of in the um, the Hudson River Valley, and it's a famous school where people go and they take. He did a master's degree in curating. Oh. And uh, I went to go visit him actually twice uh, when he was when he was living there, and he was living with this woman Ellen, who uh, who I actually called her and told her because I know that they you know she's more or less lost touch just because it's been a long time and that's I guess what people do when they go their separate ways but but I know that he she, she did still have a little bit of connection to Ben's mom because they're in the same town and everything but but uh, in any case yeah so I had to break that news to her too and she was pretty pretty crushed but you know she's she's been good we've had a bunch of back and forth texts and I think when things like this happen it's nice to have somebody that you feel that you can relate to that you can talk to that can understand um, where this person was coming from and or as best you can, like he, like I say, and, and, and anyway, in her case, I guess what I was getting at was she was in this pretty long-term relationship with him, but it just got to a point where um, I, I think it was just, it was just too much for her. Hmm. Like he, cause he's just like, he's, he's very intense and it's not like he's, I, I don't know how, how he's coming across. I, he's not, he was a, he was a wonderful person, but he was, you know, he had his own problems with depression and he would be upset because he couldn't, I remember her telling me he would be upset living like two hours away from New York City that he couldn't go there every night to see all the amazing things that were going on in New York, art shows and music shows and whatever. And, and that would get him really down. And I think he got over that because I think he realized that at some point you just can't do everything right. But yeah, there is a period in our lives uh, when we, we feel that the world is getting us by. I can understand that. Yeah, me but, too. Me too. But he and, he was in the thick of life. He just didn't realize it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so anyway, I um, it's been a very, as I said, unusual few days, and uh, I it, it prompted me to um, to look into Art Twenty One and see what I could see in there that would remind me of him. And that's I, I don't know if you would have had a chance to look at any of that time episode. I can have trouble with their there's themes sometimes i don't i think they just kind of make the themes up <laughs> yeah it's funny eh? Cause, like, uh, I, I don't know like time i didn't mention they mentioned yeah. it a little bit like um uh, i didn't really see ha where that hawkinson, was coming from hawkinson was the guy that was making all kinds of strange sound things and he had like uh the uh the yeah the dripping water yeah, the, he talked about time in in that one, but he also had like the fa the face. That the, face, that was wild, huh? The, yeah, that guy's something else. See, he's the guy. He's the guy who Ben introduced me to, and that the the Uber organ, that yeah. big room. Yeah, I was in that room with him, right? And so it was really like kind of like I'm getting a bit goosebumpy now, even remembering it. It was just something else, and and I went to see another sh uh, stuff of his where he actually collected all of his fingernail clippings and made these like highly detailed birds out of them. <laughs> it's like, man, that guy is just something else. So, and, and, and he does the, um, he does a record cover for, uh, a back record commutations, if you know, back the musician. So anyway, mm. I, so I just, I, I thought that was interesting cause I just kind of like 
glanced down it and I'm thinking, well, I just zeroed right in on Tim Hawkinson because I remember that was somebody who I hadn't heard of and who Ben had introduced us to. And see, we were, that was one of those times when we were visiting him in upstate New York and we drove to the Mass MoCA, the Massachusetts Museum of Modern Art, or Museum of Contemporary Art, rather. And it was in an old Nabisco factory. Mm-hmm. That's why that room is so huge. That was like a giant factory. It was something else, man. Something else. Like just, wow. They had these upside down trees growing when you came in. It was all, they had, it was just, they had a show that was all based on like science glass. It was very scientific sort of, uh, like the whole curated show. But you know, that's going back to probably 2000 and, oh, 2000, I bet. I bet you it's yeah. going back that far. Yeah, it's a long time ago. And, uh, so it was re- it was really good to see to see that aspect of it, and uh, I don't know. I, I like the whole thing. I like the uh, I like that woman artist in there too, Via Kelman Summons, the Latvian woman. Oh yes, yes. Painting, I, I painting. kind of skipped over that. Yeah, one, so yeah, I yeah. Could like, listen to that. Yeah, I knew I, I suggested that because there are they are kind of long, but I was just sort of sitting downstairs, and I thought, oh, I'll just watch the whole damn thing. Yeah. But yeah, Tim Hawkinson's an interesting guy. It makes you just, it just makes you think, um, I don't know, just like all these, there's so many ideas that are out there and some of them just seem so simple when you see somebody enact them and yet they thought of this and they, they followed through with it and they made it work and, and they, you know, I, I, I think that's really one of the most fascinating things about art to me. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I'm doing all the talking. What have you been up to? Oh, I'm yeah. I was just letting you talk because uh, uh, when uh, when I speak, uh, we interrupt each other, and then kind of, <laughs> I mean, it's on Skype. On Skype, it can bounce. That's the thing. Uh, when right. when when there are too many packets at the same time, it sort of drops the sound sometimes. So that's uh-huh. why I keep quiet. Not not because for any other reason and that and that doesn't make for a good recording necessarily right (laughs) well i don't know Uh, it's the quality seems fine today Uh, it sounds great on my end yeah but who knows so you're are you taking courses now no no i i don't usually tend to take summer courses and i'm nearing the end um i just actually registered today for my two last uh thesis classes so that's awesome uh, yeah so I'll, I'll be starting in september and working all through to april for my show and uh oh, is that I'm your sorry that's okay mm. is that your final uh your final thesis then is basically a show uh yeah yeah well we have a midterm um, we have to show uh, our student colleagues and a few other professors that come and anybody who's interested. Uh, we have to talk about our project and see where we are and um, anything else that we might want to change or, you know, um, improve on. And uh then we keep going until the very end where we curate our own show. We, we put it up. We, we, we do the whole like vinyl lettering for the outside. We, we, we design posters. We advertise for it. Do you make a, ca- make a catalog too? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. We make a catalog. All the students, all the graduating students together get together and work on that. So one catalog for all the graduating students that you get a few pages each kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That'll be nice. That'll be a nice document. With our artist statement or we could do interviews. So sometimes there are interviews. But I, I think I prefer the ones that are simple with artist statements or even just a few sentences. That would be awesome. Very minimalist. I like those. <laughs> Yeah. So, we're... well, that's cool. Do you have? Uh, I, I imagine this is a dumb question, but you you know what you're doing for this now already? Or are you still working towards it? Oh my God, Mark! <laughs> I have a book where I wrote down about 20 ideas. I am all over the place. I have no idea. I'm trying to decide, and I just. So I, I, I'm kind of, right now, I finished a series of 10 paintings, and then I moved on to two large ones, and I cannot stand them. I, I have creepy crawlies looking at them. I just, I get all upset and, and in knots showing them and talking about them, so... Uh, Maybe I'll I'll send you pictures of them. They're uh, they're on my Facebook, but you you kind of turn off Facebook. Well, no, I I, I, I check it a couple times a day now, but that's it. I don't I don't I don't uh, obsess over it like I used to. Yeah, yeah. So well, uh, I I'll send them to you so you get to see them. Um, but uh, I I I don't like them, and I'm working on them. So. Um, it's it's one of those things that I just uh, I I gotta do I gotta get over this and it's like I'll find my way but it has to has to be difficult right now so uh, sometimes that's what happens things yeah. have, have to be difficult so that it kind of frees you to to get over that sort of I don't know what it is, but I guess you have to grow and um, things can't always be super fun and easy. So sometimes it has to be hard. <laughs> well, well then, but do you know for sure that that's the route that you want to go or do you no, know that No, yet? no, I, I don't know that. I'm kind of testing. Oh? That was just an accidental. I just accidentally hit a hit my computer, and I hate the way when you go to CNN page and uh, the the it automatically plays the video. I just yeah. opened a tab. I just opened a tab that had that on accidentally, and then there it is. But it's closed now. Yeah. But I find that annoying, and it's the only website that does that that I can think of. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. So um, I. Um, I got. I also did some printmaking, um, and I'm doing all kinds of sewing and uh, oh, nice. drawing. I I bought uh, one of those little dudes, those little <laughs> articulated dudes that uh, people use. Uh, oh, the, for... The, for figures drawing. Yeah, those are yes. good practice. <laughs> you should buy like a thousand of them and do an installation of them. 
See, that's the thing. Like, you know, like, I, I'd be looking at that guy and I'd be thinking, okay, I'll do an installation with that guy and then that will be my idea. And I'm like, no, it's not about me. It's not about what I've been doing, you know. So I'm trying to find something that kind of puts everything together. I have a pretty good idea of what I want to do. Um, I want, I think, to do assemblages. Um, in relation to domesticity, so it's been kind of my theme. Uh, I've talked about that a few times. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I'm thinking of building um, sort of outlines of houses um, in various materials and um, uh, build the backing and paint on the backing and glue various it could be molding or it could be spoons or i don't know what it would be but uh, work with uh, some kind of material to bring some idea about um, about domesticity about owning your house about uh, you know uh, being in a neighborhood uh, being a stepford wife <laughs> <laughs> Um, and a friend of mine got me some wood, um, some maple bits that are really interesting. Um, they're cut, they're raw, and um, they're, they could be integrated into some form of sculptural things. So th I think that's what I'm going to do. Like uh, some of them might be 2D, sort of 3D-ish. And others could literally be on the floor as sculptures, 3D sculptures too. So I think I would be happy with that. Uh, but the next step is talking about it in class and having the, the students' uh, feedback and my professor's feedback as well. So it, uh, it could be changing again. Well, you've got a bit of time to think about it at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although maybe 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 that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's better to just be dropped right under the frying pan, right? As it were. <laughs> totally. Well, I I kind of uh, decided that I was sort of done with cows because I had um, I organized these gatherings of artists who are making artwork. Um, right. I'm getting them to come and meet and discuss and bring their their artwork and talk about their process. So um, the last time I was there, I showed my paintings and, and they kept talking about the cows, right? And why the cows? And, and there wasn't really a, 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 a reason other than I needed a model, you know? Right. Right. The the ideas kind of find their way later because people want to know some stuff like that. But I I listened to uh, the first guy today in uh, our twenty one um, video. Martin uh, per Martin Perrier, the woodworker. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I liked him. I've never heard of him. I really liked him. Yes, thanks for knowing the name. <laughs> I, I, have written, I have it written down in front of me. I have my notes. I take um, notes when I watch these in case we get into them. Because I can't remember. I love the ladder. Oh. Wasn't that, wasn't that ladder beautiful? 
36 oh. foot with the perspective on it. I just thought that was like Alice in Wonderland or something. Just beautiful. Yeah, well, he... I'm going to watch it again and write down what he said because he... I love that he likes to work with people who who make things... Yeah, uh, yeah, with our, our artisans. Yeah, utilitarian. Yeah, yeah I uh, thought that was cool, too. And he... he, he enunciated it so well that uh, I want to I want to, to remember it because uh, he said that he comes from the generation where the work speaks for itself uh, but today there there has to be so many artist statements and speeches and explanations of things right and, right um, right I kind of agree with him that the work the work should just speak for itself. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I like more kind of egghead art too. I like, I like it all, but um, I think that there is definitely a, a danger or a fear that the work speaking for itself is something that's definitely being lost. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he 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 makes things that are, uh, what would you call this? Like it's it's going to be there for the next. Like that grotto, that that grotto that he did. <laughs> that thing's going to be there for hundreds of years. Exactly. People are going to be people are going to be scratching their head about that thing and about like Stonehenge, going, "What the heck were they thinking?" <laughs> exactly, like in a thousand year. Like it will have been covered probably by by the growth and trees and and the soil. But somebody else, somebody will uncover it. Some archaeologist will uncover it and go, "What the devil? <laughs> what is is some ancient? Uh, it's right. Um, uh, ritual of fertility, male fertility. The, the other thing that I wrote down and I can't remember exactly. Well, I like the idea because he had a connection with engineering and art. I like that being an engineer and I like I wrote down cultural forms evolving and I don't know why I wrote that down but I I I wrote it down he's must have been something that he had said yeah he said that yeah there's something yeah I I liked him I I, again he's not an artist who I uh, I'm familiar with but uh, he I was quite intrigued by him And, and you're talking about quotes the woman that did the celestial paintings the Latvian woman, I know you fast forwarded through her, but I wrote down a specific quote of hers because I loved it. She was, um, she showed the image that she was painting from and it had a comet in it. And the way that she does her painting is I think she basically paints it and then sands it off. So it's barely left and then paints it again. And she had done this like nine times. She'd been working on this painting of this celestial bodies for like, like a year, she said, but she's talking about the, uh, she said she took the comment out. She said, and it says in quotes, she said, I can't stand an event that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, that's just great. I love that. And the woman's like, she's old. Like, she's like, I think she, I think she's like over 80. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She looked good. I thought, like, you know, she looked like, I don't know, she was with it and healthy and just like. She had gray hair. Yeah. Well, so do I. We just won't say where. Oh, dear, Mark. Yeah, I don't have any on my head anymore. I would if I let it grow. Um, anyway. Okay, your thing, your comment about cultural forms evolving, I believe that was when he was talking about the the heads 
that he was building um, that were sort of metal, meshy, meshy. Right, types. right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, he he didn't um, he didn't really expand on that. He just said that, and I I thought, okay, is it? Um, because I, I I could think of Nefertiti maybe or or some, yeah that's true that's good that's no. good observation good observation yeah um um some African sculptures uh, with where the head is very prominent and and bulging head you know like stretched in the back you know right so um I'm not sure if that's what it is but I think he. When he spoke, he his words had meaning, meaning, um, but he spoke sparingly. So he didn't really. Yes, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, he he left a lot to to uh, for the interpretation. So, well, that's that's what it is. That's okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. um, I turned fifty. Oh, I saw that go by on Facebook. Happy, happy belated! I turned fifty in a matter of months. No, yeah? 49, when... 49, 49. You're forty nine. I, I, I will be forty nine. I, I just, yeah, oh. I just gave my, I just, just burned myself on a whole year. <laughs> no, I, I have to do the math. It's crazy. I have to think sixty eight. Oh, I got another year. I just gained a year in my mind. For some reason, when I saw that go by, I was thinking, yeah, I'll be 50 soon. Green turned 50 this. She just turned 50 last month. Oh, yes. No, this month, Ju Ju uh, July 5th, July 6th. Aw. How is she doing? Oh, she does. She's doing well. She's busy. She uh, teaches uh, teaches ESL at Fanshawe. Oh. Yeah, it's a good job. She, she likes it there. She's nice. got lots of, lots of time off in the summer, which is nice. Good. Yeah, so, yeah. Are you uh, are you planning on coming this direction anytime in the uh, this summer visiting? Uh, I we will be coming in October for sure because Madeline is graduating. Okay. Well, we'll have to try to get we'll have to try to get to uh, get together then and have a have a beer or something. Dave will be here well, too, I would assume then. We're going to Ottawa. Um, uh, towards the end of August. I uh, don't know if you'll be in Ottawa then. I will not be in Ottawa then, but you'll have to go to the National Gallery and say hello to some of those paintings for me. Yeah. Yeah, I love that gal. I love that art gallery. Oh, I do too. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, they've got a really, really good collection. I'll be staying with a friend who... Um, is also uh, going to learn curate, curating uh, at um, Ottawa, uh, no, Carleton. Carleton oh, yeah, they have, a, they have a curating program there, do they? Good. Yes, yes. So she's very excited, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad because uh, we, we need more curators. Uh, it's, I think we uh, generally need more strong voices for the arts, and that's as we started off talking about with Ben. It's, it really is a tragedy because he was, you know, he wrote in uh, Canadian Art Magazine. He wrote in I don't even know. He wrote in all these different like 
I, I, I don't even know them. Like he was out there doing a lot of freelance work for the last while. And I just think strong voices of people that are really, really passionate for the arts, they're hard to come by. Totally. Yeah. And, um, yeah, especially in the, in the regions. Uh, he was in Barrie, right? Well, he was in, he still, he, they let him, uh, he didn't have to be there all the time. They kind of cut him a deal where he could actually work out of the city in Toronto. So he stayed in his Toronto apartment. So he was in Toronto. And he would just, he would just, and, and actually he hadn't been working for the McLaren Gallery for at least two, maybe even three years at this point. So yeah, he had a bunch of weird things happen with his job stuff. And, uh, and he was mostly just doing freelance uh, writing. Like he wrote stuck catalogs for people as well. Like um, I, I'm trying to remember there's an artist that does work with pins. It's a London artist who had this, got a show coming up in Chatham that he wrote a catalog for. Um, but I can't remember his name, but anyway, it doesn't matter. He wouldn't know, I'm not sure, but there's so many artists out there, but, but anyway, he, he had, he, his, his kind of influence and his own kind of interests and such went out kind of pretty far and wide and he knew a lot of people. And, and so he would get, and, and he's a good writer and I, I think he got a lot of people that would ask him to, to do that for them. You know, once they, and you know, you get, I don't know, you can't imagine you get rich off of that, but you probably get a couple thousand bucks for doing it or whatever. Hmm. Um, I was in uh, London actually. I had a print uh, selected for a show, so I went there. Um, when was that? I can't even remember. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was in June. No, so just recently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whirlwind tour. I'm assuming, or you would have called me. Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I know you got family here, and you're probably here for like two days, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't even remember when it was. Oh, it was right after I went to Quebec City, and then yeah, turned around and went down, uh, and they celebrated David. Uh, because it was near his birthday, and uh, yeah, we we kind of stayed two two days sort of thing, and uh, went back. It was like a long weekend kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so I had my first uh, first show. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my show, but first show in another city. To me, to me, it was like the first thing I've ever done that that means something other than student stuff, or you know, like I applied for it, I sent out work, my work was selected uh, out of 160 applications, and there were like 50, I think, 50 people exhibiting. Uh, it was like for a miniature print, uh, so it was uh, the um, typewriter, a typewriter that I made uh, uh, with from a copper copper etching. Well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, did you, it was fun. Did Did you like it? The piece? I th I thought I thought um, it turned out okay. Like it wasn't. Uh, it's just that I have such a love-hate relationship with printmaking. It's so, <laughs> so not my my kind of 
Thanks. So it's funny that your first piece that you would have outside of your immediate kind of like, you know, Sault Ste. Marie life and school and everything would be one that you was that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I figure maybe that's, that's, I don't know. I, I, I think I had, uh, my professor really pushed me to, to do that um, typewriter well. I kept telling her, no, I want to stop. I'm done with this. But she would say, no, no, scratch it some more. And <laughs> I did. And finally, you know, like it, it ended up being a, an okay piece. You know, That's... it didn't win, but it's okay. Like there were people there that were really, really professional printmakers. So where was it actually being, being shown? It was at the satellite uh, space on uh, Dantas. The Museum London has a satellite um, gallery. Oh yeah, I didn't even. Oh yeah, I didn't even know about that. That does sound familiar, though. Uh, that's where uh, Beale sends its students and Western and all the so was it, was it shows. Like the art project. Yeah, it's beside uh, another, uh, I think, gallery DNA or something like that. It's right beside it. And uh, it's called Satellite. Satellite. Okay, yeah, I think I know where that is, actually. Gallery. Oh, good for you. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, if we were talking more, I would have been probably known about it. I would have gone to see it. But uh, we were. We, 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 this is the first time we've talked in, in, in a long time. Yeah. So we got yeah. So we got to try to keep it up a little more regular. Summer is always tough, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of I kind of wait for 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 you to come back or. <laughs> no, you me. you you can don't feel that you're bothering me if you've just you know if it's been a while and you just say hey you want to talk soon and I'll say yes or no I'll say yes always but but uh, I I just you know like I say. Sometimes it's just Sundays haven't been great for me during the summer because there's usually like weekend extends into Sundays and and Sundays are better for me during the, the during the uh, regular year. Actually, what, whenever I I'm during the week is always going to be better for me because I'm always home during the week. Yeah. But but anyway, I guess we're uh, we're kind of winding down here. Maybe we should uh, say good night. Sure. Sure. And yes, uh, hopefully, hope, hopefully the audio is good, and you can do a good job editing. And um, sounds and, good. And, and thank thank you for indulging me on Ben. That's uh, it's a and uh, and it's nice to be able to talk to it with people who care. Oh, totally, totally. Um, it's it's really. I mean, words can't really convey what we're feeling when we lose. Yeah, exactly. Um, dear ones, because um, it feels really strange not to th to think about a world without them anymore in it. Yeah, that's it. It's just it's just you realize just it's, and it amplifies that much more what they kind of meant to you in your life. And even like I say, even though he wasn't somebody that I was like seeing every day or talking to every week or whatever, um, it doesn't matter in a way because you've still got this connection that's gone just for uh, my whole adult life. I've, you know, you've had this person around who's always kind of been there, right? Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, we will, 
I guess, try to talk again before, like four months or whatever it's been, and maybe maybe another time or two this summer, and then... Oh, and then, I look forward to it. And we and I look forward to actually hopefully hooking up with you guys, connecting with you guys when you're here in October. Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, okay. let's try in, in a few weeks, okay? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Okay, okay. take care. Night. Take care. Night.